Hey, what's up? This is Grant, and you're listening to Grant's Horror Movie Pod, Episode 3, where I review The Beekeeper, starring Jason Statham, which is not a horror movie. Um, And I apologize for that. I was going to do something horror-related. I was going to talk about like the history of horror. I had something planned, but then I got busy, and there was no other horror movies in theaters to review, so I'm reviewing The Beekeeper. Um, so go fuck yourself. Who cares? Yeah, so The Beekeeper is the latest from Jason Statham. And if you've ever seen a Jason Statham movie, you've seen all the other Jason Statham movies because they're all exactly the same. So bas- basically, this is, this, is, this is how you do it, okay? If you're going to make a Jason Statham movie, you pick like a random uh, working class job, and then you come up with a bunch of puns related to that working class job that he can say right before he kills people. So like he, he was in the mechanic series when I was a kid. And so all of the lines in that were like, Oi, sometimes when your car's broken, you got to call the mechanic because only he can change the oil <laughs> or something. And uh, in this one, he's a beekeeper. So all the lines are like, Sometimes when there's a problem with the hive, you got to call the beekeeper to smoke out all the hornets. So if you're looking for bee-related puns, um, this movie has got a ton of them, and they're all really good. Um, the plot is about a bunch of like scammers, basically like telemarketer scammers that try to prey on people to give them their like social security and their bank account information. And they do this to the wrong person because they do this to Jason Statham's friend, who's an innocent old woman. And then Jason Statham gets pissed and he goes on a Jason Statham rampage and, uh, he Jason Statham's the fuck out of everybody that isn't Jason Statham because he is Jason Statham. And that is what Jason Statham's do. This is something I was thinking about when I was watching the movie. I feel like Jason Statham is like the ACDC of film stars in the sense that like to review a Jason Statham movie is stupid because they're all literally exactly the same. You know what I mean? Like, look, if you are going to like this movie, you already know who you are. You know what I mean? You're a Jason Statham guy. And if you know, if you're a Jason Statham person, you're going to love this movie If you're not, you are not going to be persuaded by this movie to suddenly become a Jason Statham guy. Jason Statham has transcended the need to be reviewed. He has transcended criticism. He exists as an omnipotent force in the universe uh, outside of space time. And mere mortals such as me uh, are not allowed to criticize him. Right. But I do think that this movie is really good. And I I guess I don't know if it's like a better Jason Statham movie than usual, or if it's just the fact that this is like the first kind of movie like this that has been made in a really long time. So I'm just like excited that something like this is in the theater because action movies don't really get made anymore. Like, like movies that used to star people that are in the expendables, that type of like action dude with a gun goes around and kills people that was super popular in the two thousands. 
But I think that uh, because of like gun violence and whatnot, those movies get made less and less. And our culture has basically replaced that genre with superhero movies, which is not any less violent, really, but it's just more cartoonish in its violence. The only exceptions to this are like, there's like series like Fast and Furious or something like that, which basically just became superhero movies. Like they're just so outlandish and so like detached from the laws of physics these days that like they may as well just be a Marvel movie or the expendable series, which is like, okay, what if we got all like every single action star that ever existed in one movie? And then hopefully people will see that. Right. And even that, like the last one bombed. So this genre of dude with a bunch of muscles killing people this is like one of the only movies in the last couple of years like this that has been made. So I was just like watching it and I was just like a fucking kid again. I was like 15. I was like, hell yes, Jason Statham. This reminds me of like staying up to 4 a.m. and watching The Transporter, which I did countless times as like a middle schooler. Um, and I was just so ecstatic to see a movie like this actually get made by Hollywood because they get made still. That's the thing. Like you look up like the filmographies of any of the dudes in the expendables and they're still coming out with like 10 movies a year. They're just all like directed like TV direct to Netflix movies that like nobody sees. And I don't even know how they get made. Like I'm assuming it's like either like money laundering or like a tax write-off or something. Cause I, I swear to God, like you look at this filmography of like Jet Li or something and you're like, I haven't heard of any of this shit. What is going on? But Jason Statham, I feel like has avoided that whole thing. And he's done it by like a attaching himself to like the, you know, franchises like fast and furious and expendables and B he's kind of ventured outside of action. Like he does like comedy movies now too. He did like spy with Melissa McCarthy, which he was really funny in, but this is the first movie that I can even remember. Like basically in the last five, 10 years, that is an original Jason Statham movie that is not attached to a franchise. And it fucking kicked ass. There's really nothing to review with this movie. Like I just said, but I am going to talk about something that I thought was interesting about it, which is the fact that this movie has like a bunch of like weird libertarian undertones to it. And here's the deal. I'm not like a guy that like puts a lot of weight into the politics of a movie. And I don't have a problem with separating art from artists. Like I, I, I'll watch a movie that has a conservative message in it. If it's a good movie, the good news for me is that I rarely ever have to do that because conservatives don't make good movies. They just fucking suck at it. There are three exceptions to this though. I made a list of three filmmakers that I think are conservative and like notable names in Hollywood that don't suck. And that is uh, Clint Eastwood, Craig Zoller and David Ayers. And David Ayers is the director of the beekeeper. So it's a sort of conservative twinged movie. All of his movies are not like overtly conservative, but the dude like David Ayers is like an ex military guy. So they all have a bunch of like pro cop pro military message associated with it. So like one of the things I noticed about this is like, like I said, the plot involves uh, a bunch of like telemarketer scammers, which for some reason, like conservatives and like, especially like libertarians are like obsessed with 
Like if you go on like libertarian YouTube, which I will admit I do sometimes, I just like to watch movies where like libertarians own cops. I think that's so fun. So I've, I've sometimes get recommended in my YouTube, like weird libertarian things. And it's all like dude owns telemarketer scammer and stuff like that. And it's like, I don't really see why they hate telemarketers so much. Like, I don't really care if I see a number on my phone that I don't recognize, I just ignore it. Um, and I think most people are smart enough to not get caught in like phishing scams. But for some reason, this is like a fixation with conservatives. And I think it has to do with the fact that it's like, I mean, it's crime. It's the same reason why like conservatives are obsessed with like carjackings and, you know, gun violence in Chicago and stuff. It's just instead of focusing on the ills of society as societal problems, they just focus on individual people that have violent tendencies and they go like, see, those are evil people. And, you know, culture would be amazing if it wasn't for them. Um, but the thing is this movie exploits that idea really well because the first like half of the movie, you're just watching like telemarketers, scammers get like killed mercilessly. And when I say mercilessly, I'm talking like, dude, there's like a scene in it. That's like out of a saw movie. Like he like cuts the dude's fingers off and then like ties a rope to him and like throws him off a bridge. Like it's these like really weird, elaborate death scenarios, but it's like, this is like what conservative media should be. Like you're just watching bad guys and bad guys who exist in the real world get killed in merciless fashion. And that's something that I think like people on the left, they can't really make a movie like that because the whole point of like leftist or liberal ideology is that like criminals deserve a second chance, which I agree with. Like, I don't think we should have prisons. I think they should be like rehabilitative, blah, blah, blah. But like also, yeah, watching scumbags get killed has a a certain allure to me and like the selfish part of my psyche. So I'm not really against this. And I think that like, if you're going to be a conservative and make stuff, you should make stuff like this. So that part was dope. What I thought was interesting additionally is that, uh, the, the bad guys in this, like this movie doesn't know how to feel about the FBI. Like on the one hand, Jason Statham is a, an ex, like basically FBI agent who's coming out of retirement for one last job. And in order to get what he wants, in order to kill all these like telemarketers, eventually the FBI catches on to what he's doing and they try to go after him. And he just start like he probably kills like 50 FBI agents in this movie. So you would think a movie like this would be anti FBI or anti cop, but it's directed by David Ayers. So there's also like major characters in the movie that work for the FBI. So it's like. Like, how do you square that circle? How are you like, okay, with a bunch of FBI people being killed, but then also you're being sympathetic towards other FBI characters. And it reminds me of like, when I was in college, I had this friend who grew up in rural Indiana and I was having a conversation with him about guns. And I was basically saying like, I mean, what's the point of having a gun? They don't serve any purpose. Like they don't work in self-defense situations, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, well, the reason that we have the second amendment is because we need to protect ourselves from the government. And I was like, okay, but don't you think that the government would just kill you? Like if the government wanted to take you out, they would just, they have way more firepower than you could ever have. And he was like, yeah, that's probably true, but at least I have the right to try. 
And that was his whole argument was like, if I get myself in a Waco situation, I can at least kill as many cops as possible, which is crazy to me because that's that to me is like a, a nonsensical part of like right wing ideology is like all of them are like on the one hand, super pro cop, but on the other hand are like having Waco fantasies nonstop. And it's like, how do you like square that circle where you love cops, but you also fantasize about killing them. And the answer is, I don't think there is, I don't think they do square the circle. I think it just doesn't make sense. And they don't think enough to like come to any sort of conclusion. And this movie in, in like similar fashion to dirty Harry, because that's basically the archetype of this type of movie where it's like, this dude is, someone who works within the system, but then realizes the system's corrupt and then like takes matters into his own hands. It's pro cop and it's anti cop at the same time. And it doesn't make any sense. And I guess you're just not supposed to think about it. But I think like, that's just one of the things about these kind of movies that I always think is fascinating is like, are they pro cop or are they anti cop? And in this case, it's both. The last thing I want to say about this, and this was something that I noted towards the end of the movie, and I'm going to spoil the movie for you. So spoiler alert. Um, although I don't know why you would care about it for this movie, but, uh, so basically the, the, the head dude who runs all these like fishy scammy things is played by Josh Hutcherson. And he is the son of the president of the United States. The end of the movie takes place in the white house and it's fucking awesome. I love it. Um, we find out in the third act that Josh Hutcherson has taken money that he made from this phishing scam, which is illegal, and then used it to fund his mother's campaign for the presidency. And the president mom didn't know about this. So when she finds out about it, she's like, I will tell the American people the truth because I believe in justice and I believe in what's right. And she gives this like, it's like conservative West Wing. Like she's just so enthusiastic about justice and patriotism and the government and whatnot. And she says a line that is so oddly worded that I can only imagine that it was like very specifically chosen, like the words that go into it. And it's something to the extent of like, you took an otherwise functioning system. No, she says you took an imperfect, but an otherwise functioning system and you ruined it. And I think that that's, again, fascinating because it's like, okay, this kind of stuff happens all the time where it's like, I I mean, I imagine that like at least half of Congress, if not like all of Congress, have funded their campaigns through money that was made at some point illegally, right? And instead of being like, huh, yeah, maybe that's a problem, maybe having an entire system that is based off of profit and electing officials based off of that system isn't a really good idea. Instead of coming to that conclusion, they just blame individual people for acting out and hurting the system. The system isn't at fault. It's the people within the system that are corrupt. It's the classic like crony capitalism as if like capitalism itself isn't bad, but there are cronies within it who are doing bad stuff. So this movie has a conservative ideology, but like every other movie that has a conservative ideology, it doesn't actually follow through with it in any sort of serious way. And it doesn't make any sense. And, uh, conservatives are dumb. I had a great time watching this movie. I, I noted that when I watched, when I went into the theater, the demographic of people in the theater 
it was like 45% dumb guys who like action movies, 45% annoying letterboxed hipsters like me. Um, and then like 10% middle-aged gay dudes that were just there to admire Jason Statham for a couple hours, which is also sort of me. And, you know, I always feel bad whenever I, I watch a movie ironically, cause I can I mean, I came into this movie to laugh, you know, and to make fun of it. Um, even though I do love Jason Statham, but I always feel bad about doing that kind of thing. Cause it's like, there are people in the theater who actually want to see the movie. And I feel bad for ruining their experience by laughing, but everybody in the theater was laughing. Everybody in all of those demographics was having a great time. There was a scene towards the end where he's like, like a guy has a gun up to Jason Statham and the bad guy's like to be or not to be which is a really weird thing to say to somebody before you're about to kill them. But then Jason Statham goes, I'll take to be. And then like the building behind him just like fucking explodes. And then he runs away and everybody laughed at that and everybody cheered and everyone was having a good time. The dumb guys were laughing. The pretentious hipsters were laughing. The gay dudes were laughing. We were all laughing and it was just cross cultural camaraderie at the Regal North in Avondale seeing beekeeper. Um, so yeah, I would recommend the beekeeper. If you're the kind of person that would like this movie, um, if you're part of the, any of the aforementioned demographics, uh, I would see this movie. Otherwise, uh, I don't know, probably don't see it. Um, we got to rate this movie. I would rate this movie out of 10, uh, it doesn't matter again. It doesn't matter. It's a Jason Statham movie. I, I rate this movie 10 Jason Statham's out of 10 Jason Statham's. That's all you need to know. It has Jason Statham. It's a Jason Statham movie. Jason Statham is in it and he does Jason Statham things and it stars Jason Statham. That is my review of this movie. And, uh, I loved it. Um, so yeah, anyway, that's it. TTFN Tata for now. One more thing. Actually, I'm tacking this on at the end. My band is going to release a song this week. Excuse me. I think it's either Wednesday or Thursday, but my band is Screeners and the song is called Passenger. So if you're listening to this on January 18th or afterwards, um, check it out. That's again, that's Passenger by Screeners. You can check it out, Bandcamp, Spotify, anywhere else. Okay, bye.